0: Yo, what up everybody? It's Danny Neff with the Gardening for Gains podcast. And welcome back to another episode. It is a a slightly gloomy Tuesday, or Wednesday, May 1st. Um, So we're finally in May and uh, spring is just kicking right along. You know, we've been super busy at work. Um, You know, obviously spring is the busiest time of the year when you're a horticultural tool and supply company. Uh, And then with our own thing, you know, with the gardens, obviously, Uh, You know, we've had a really good spring this year. So like last year, you know, it was really cold and then all of a sudden just got really hot. So this year it's been more of like a true spring, you know, slow warm up. Um, We haven't seen, knock on wood, we haven't seen any uh, frost or like freezing weather in uh, probably a good like two to three weeks. So, you know, stuff is really getting established uh, and we're even, even prepping for like our first harvest right now. So that first harvest is gonna include spinach, baby bok choy, probably some kale, uh, green onions, and then hopefully some of that lettuce will be ready to go by that time too. You know, if if not for like the head lettuce, definitely um, leaf lettuce. So, you know, fingers crossed, but either way, you know, it's awesome just because we're literally a full month ahead right now. Um, So, it's funny, I just saw someone uh, on my way to work somebody else from AM Leonard can't go anywhere in this town without seeing somebody, but, uh, but yeah, so it's, it's just really exciting. You know, I'm super pumped that, uh, you know, we've got a a good group of people ready for the crop box this year. And I think that we've raised, you know, or built awareness around our product around uh, like our mission and what we're doing. And I think that when people actually see and realize like the depth and magnitude of how far I've taken the square foot gardening, the container gardening, um, And really, I I think what I'm doing is something that I've never seen anybody else do, but I'm growing my whole garden in root pouches, Um, and even the raised beds that I have are actually fabric raised beds. So, like the frame for it's like a PVC material, but then, um, you know, the the fabric is basically just the same as like a root pouch, it's like a non-woven uh type of fabric so you know we're seeing really good results right now um the only issue i can kind of see coming down the pipe would just be uh, they dry down a little bit quicker um, you know, especially if it's windy, but we've had so much rain, like I don't even have to worry about it. And it's actually more of a benefit that we've been doing it this way because we can get like a shitload of rain and not have to worry about, about it flooding the plant, the plants or, you know, that moisture sitting too heavy on the roots, causing disease, causing fungus, you know, that sort of thing. So, you know, all in all, it's, we've been very lucky and, uh, you know, it really like the rain just helps us out because we don't have to actually do any watering. Um but then comes with that, you know, we can't do any fertilization because our fertilization is going to be put through our irrigation lines this year. Um, you know, last year I was doing it with like a backpack sprayer and it was just super inefficient my plants definitely were not getting everything they needed. So it's just, it's kind of amazing that they were, you know, the garden grew as well as it did last year because, um, you know, those plants are probably just soaking up every little bit of, bit of nutrition that I threw on it. So, I mean that's maybe why it would have worked but just the time commitment for that um, you know if I think about having to spray 250 individual pots with fertilizer um, and you know it's not just spraying it's like watering it in so it's making sure that you have a good amount that's going to you know absorb into the soil Um, you know and a lot of times you you kind of want it to actually water through the pot a little bit so you're not getting it just sitting in in the soil media and you know building up moisture and and again disease pressure and all that stuff too so um so either way you know uh you know I'm, i'm really happy with with how things are going so far really excited to see what else is coming up uh or not not what else is coming up but just see how things kind of develop and bloom throughout the season because we've got know so much going on and I think really the trickiest part is just going to be able to have that true crop rotation um, and find space when we do need to put out like our tomatoes and our peppers and things like that like you know so it's it's um, a combination of like hoping but also like just um, man it's amazing that people don't know how to use a fucking turn signal (laughs) but uh, it's uh, you know so it's like planning and kind of hoping for the for the best timing is where we're at right now as far as like the succession planting for tomatoes and peppers um, and all of that so uh you know we've got a good good amount of stuff uh started ready to go um, and i actually just started off some uh, a bunch of hot peppers too so i've got like ghost peppers uh i think i did some cayenne uh habaneros and banana peppers. So we've got a bunch of those coming down the pipe as well. Um, you know, I really, this is the year that I, you know, last year was like our first year for the CSA. This year is going to be our first year to actually start canning, preserving, you know, uh, drying out herbs and onions and garlic and, and making like seasonings and stuff like that. That's where, really where I want to get to, um, with our production. Like I think that we've started off small, you know we've done a really good job of like keeping things very centered around uh, the vegetables, the crop box, and that as our main product. But um, but I'm really like looking into diversifying my product offering, which I've already started to do. Um, we're, we're bringing on the Elabella gluten-free baking mixes, so that's gluten-free brownies, chocolate chip cookies, chocolate chips. Uh, gluten-free flour so that you can, um, you know, make your own stuff. So, um, you know, I'm not gluten-free or anything, but I definitely see the benefits to to offering that sort of thing, that kind of niche product and something that people just can't, you know, I think it's probably pretty hard to find like a good gluten-free product, good gluten-free cookie or sweet especially. Um, so, you know, I'm I'm someone who's like completely, not completely, but kind of like against like, you know, all of that. I don't have a gluten allergy. I don't have to worry about it. Um, but, but you see that there's so many people that are figuring out or developing these allergies later in life. Um, and you know, it just kind of makes you scratch your head and wonder, but you know, I'd rather be on the right side of that, helping those kinds of people, uh, you know, people with those issues. And, you know, you just never know if, could have that too you know i have a like lactose intolerance um so you know i completely understand having to have those like alternative products uh and, and that's something i just want to continue to build on so like you know we're doing like an organic growing with organic methods even though we're not c- certified organic um but so that's kind of like our offering right there is like the organic organically grown vegetables Uh, gluten-free baking mixes cookies brownies that sort of stuff Um, and then also getting into like the dried herbs like I had said Um, but it's just my ambitions are forcing me to think how can I grow this faster how can I make this into a true business not just like a side project not just like monetizing my passion but like going all in on it And, and I think I've done a really great job of slowly 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 building over the last four years you know not diving directly into saying i'm going to do this as my business my only business and just dive all in because i think that's the misconception is people think you need to go all in on your shit right from the get-go and the truth of it is you need to like feel it out you need to test and taste and figure out what works for you what you know what growing methods you're going to use how you can um, ensure your, um, your supply chain, because it's not as simple as buying a product from China, selling it on the internet, buying more stuff from China, selling it on the internet. It's a matter of like, this is a true production. It's got a lot of science. It's got a lot of, um, you know, biology and chemistry and just, you know, general planning. There's a lot that really goes into it. And, um, you know, I think that that's, you know, as I've kind of refined and, you know, optimized my, um, my product offering, what you know, the vision of my business is kind of moving forward. It's it's just making me get that itch to really grow, and uh, you know, every morning I actually drive past a a greenhouse that's owned by the company that Kyla works for. Um, it's pretty hefty price tag, but every day I walk, I just drive by it and I'm like, I need that greenhouse, and like I know I'm not ready for it yet, but I know that um, you know, it's got like 19 bays. Uh, and it's just a very um, it would be a very ideal location and structure you know it's it needs a little work and a little TLC but other than that the bones of it are good I know it's a good structure um, made by Rao brothers so I know that that is a uh, you know made in Cincinnati great company and uh, you know and I've kind of been like figuring out what I need to do in order to buy that greenhouse straight up so Right now, as it sits, I uh, if if I, well, I guess we can just use the crop box as a, uh, you know, as as the product. Um, so pro- crop box costs twenty bucks every week or every delivery that you get. Um, so in order to, if I wanted to buy that greenhouse, I only need to sell twenty three thousand crop boxes. So. So if you, (laughs) you have any other, uh, ideas or would love to, uh, you know, I'd love to hear that and, uh, see how we can kind of get this off the ground, but that's what I'm working towards right now. And, um, you know, you're probably going to see a couple more products coming down the pipe for me over the course of this spring and summer, as we uh, try to get creative to uh, make those, you know, turn those, uh, the seeds of today's dreams into tomorrow's realities. So thanks for listening. And as always, I appreciate it.